Hi friends, welcome to a very special episode and a video, well, video and episode of the James Red Podcast. And today I'm here with my friend Robbie, and me and him have been cultivating a relationship that's gotten very serious. I'm in fact playing footsie with him right now under the table. It's very, it's very quaint and special. But, <laughs> uh, do you have enough water first off? Yes, I'm okay. good. I'm set. Good. So, we wanted to, I've been wanting since I met him to have a sit-down conversational type of video where we just talk about the creative process together. And... Uh, we weren't sure exactly how that would play out, where we would film this thing, what how what the camera setup would be like, this and that. But in fact, we are we're fully set up in a very special manner. He had a wonderful idea to turn this thing. So I was gonna put it like sort of this way, almost like a news broadcast, and he was like, "Turn it sideways so it can be more conversational." And it was the greatest idea that I've ever experienced in my life, and I'm crying inside. What can I say? Uh, good job. Good job. And but what what we wanted to talk about was me and you have been in a position. Well, you you were telling me that you are trying to innovate some of your creative plans for your life and for your channel, mm-hmm. right? And I was thinking maybe we could just talk about that a little bit, yeah. And and uh, talk about the process, not so much from a perspective of we have anything figured out, but we're trying to figure everything out all the time, yeah, more so. Uh, first off, I'm curious, what has been the goal? We'll talk about your channel first. What has been the goal for your channel up until this point? Uh, that's a hard one to answer. It's kind of changed. Um, I started making, I mean, I've been doing photography and videography for five plus years now, um, professionally, like four and then on YouTube, I started like two and a half years ago, kind of. Um, so I was living in Europe, as you know, and I kind of just started it. Your elbows have room, by the way. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good over here. Very good. Very spacious. Beautiful. Um, started in Europe, and I just started kind of documenting my weekend travels wherever we would go. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just for me um, to look back on. And I feel like that's normally how these things start. It is, yeah. yeah it's like almost a diary and then yep. you decide, oh, I can do something for somebody else. Yep. It's kind of boring just talking to myself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so I I started doing that just for me and then I kind of saw, you know, like Casey Neistat and Ben Brown and all these other creators like doing it for a living and I thought that's really cool. So after a while, I came back to the States and I kept doing it with the intent of hopefully turning it into like a full-time job. And I think that kind of got me in the wrong space, um, mm. kind of focusing on numbers and and making it into like a full time job just wasn't. It's not a smart way to go about it, I think, because you mm-hmm. kind of lose focus on the craft of it. Mm-hmm. So definitely took me off track, and I've kind of lost focus. And that's what's that's what's kind of brought me up to this point now. Past few months, I've kind of stopped making things and kind of took myself off of social media to kind of reassess goals and ambitions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm coming back now. I'm starting to make more content, but I am just not really giving a shit about views (laughs) and subscribers. And I mean, I have the people that watch it regularly that, you know, wonder where I've been and they watch my content as it comes out and I'm Mm -hmm. really grateful for them. Um, but I just, I don't want to focus on that anymore. I just want to make it for fun. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I have the ability to do that. I'm a freelance photographer and videographer on the side. So mm-hmm. that's how I make my money. And then when I have time, I just 
make videos for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very good. So Very that's kind of where I'm at now. And so I know it's hard, but try not to tap the table too much because okay. you're good. But like was I just, I? I did, you were, as you were talking, it was just a little bit, of, a little bit of that. It's okay. I have my own quirks. I've learned how many weird things that sounds that your oh, mouth gosh, makes as you're trying to talk into a microphone that you never realize they make. Dude, when you start vlogging and like filming yourself, you yes. realize so many weird things yes. about yourself. Especially when you really pay attention to audio. It's so weird. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. But uh, okay, so that's where so that's where you've been working. That's been your progression up until this point. Yeah. What have you been noodling with in terms of goals for what you're trying to do with your channel? Um, so I guess on my channel, I just want to take it to a more like authentic place. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I realized that it wasn't the whole time, but for part of the time I was making videos for people to watch it mm -hmm. and not just making videos because I wanted to make the video. Um, and that really ruined it for me. It just like wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. So I stopped and I took, like I said, like a month or two to look over everything, kind of watch different people, change things in my life. And I've made a lot of different changes. I'm kind of dabbling in the idea of minimalism mm -hmm. um, as part of a lifestyle. Where did that inspiration come from? I'm curious. Uh, I started watching Craig Adams like I, that's, six that's months exactly ago. What I yeah. thought you were going to say. <laughs> and it, like, I kind of got the idea from that for a little bit. And then I stopped watching him. And then I watched the documentary Minimalism like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool. And then I started getting really into Craig Adams again, like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I love how authentic he is and he's really transparent with everything mm -hmm. that he does. Um, he's, he's very uh, anti the energy that everyone tries to create on YouTube yeah, when they're creating content. Really refreshing to me. Yeah. And so I just. He's, he's, a, he's a very mellow character. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so just seeing like where he's coming from really inspired me to kind of just stop focusing on you know, pleasing other people or meeting a certain expectation and just like kind of going back to like where I started, where I just want to make stupid home videos that I get to watch down the road. Mm -hmm. Like I still go back and I watch like my first 15, 20 videos because I just love watching them. Mm -hmm. They're so fun. Well, and for me, it's like, even if I, even if a person doesn't have a sort of this, this notion that they're trying to withhold to which is something along the lines of the things you always hear, which is like, I was doing it for other people or I was, I was creating my art because I had, uh, I had a very sort of specific idea of what I felt like it needed to be to work. Mm -hmm. What's nice about following a diversity of creators is it's not so much that they break you out of these really dramatic, intense, uh, boxes that you were stuck in but they just subtly open your mind a bit more to what you could be doing yeah you go oh i guess i could do that i never thought about that or i never considered i, I never thought about it enough to think that that would be a path to yeah, go down exactly but when you see a guy like craig adams who's doing things just a little bit differently and he, he has his own sort of uh he has his own way of going about things yeah. that are different than that the next creator and then the next creator has their own version of that it opens up your mind a little bit and the more you can immerse yourself in that the more the more open your mind can be in diverse yeah. and creative thought which i would argue is a very good thing i, I think i think a lot of people kind of get caught up in the fact that like 
like they'll see someone and they'll feel unoriginal for being really, really inspired by someone. Mm -hmm. So for instance, like I've been watching Craig Adams and I've kind of been implementing things that he does into what I'm doing, just kind of testing it out. And I feel like there's a a lot of people that would do that, but they would feel bad about doing that. But Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything. I mean, if you look at YouTube, it's just copying an idea, putting your twist on it enough that people recognize that it's different. Mm -hmm. And then you go, but you, you don't go too far because that's not, you know, that's not searchable, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, be it's, careful. It's a weird, like, middle ground that you have yeah. to meet of like pleasing people. You're doing like ASMR not. photography, yeah. like videos that are seven hours long. Yeah. And, okay, you know, you got to reel it in. Nobody's yeah. going to look for it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you, you mentioned sort of going on this hiatus and, I have inquiries about this okay. because I have never, I've never had the urge in my life to go on some sort of like get away for uh, step away for six months. I'm sure at some point I will, but not saying that you stepped away for six months, but you stepped away for some period of time, right? A month right? or two, yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, so that's a big commitment uh, of stepping away. And a lot of people do this. And I think that for some people, you have to get to a really dramatic point in your life where you're like, okay, I'm not happy. I really need to gain some perspective. But I've, I've never been that way. I've sort of been in the camp of I need to I need to step back just a little bit and maybe go out in the woods for a little bit, re- reorganize my thoughts, and then I'm good to go. Uh, but I think there's value to taking a month or six months off if you need, if you feel oh, like yeah. you need that, right? So I'm curious, and and I also follow a guy named Ben Brown. You know Ben Brown, right? Yeah. Okay, so he, for a while, he stepped away from YouTube, and he's Mm -hmm. an incredibly uh, successful travel vlogger, and he was in a relationship with a girl, and they broke up, and I have... I I have a prediction that they're going to be back together in the next six. <laughs> let's uh, not to you know not the let's go full drama alert. Let's <laughs> let's make a drama alert. Let's get into the news. <laughs> uh, no, I I feel like they're going to get back together because they're just like they're I I don't know. I have I have a suspicion. I don't know. But, ah, anyway, I guess we'll see. See how it goes. But he uh, he took he took a step away because he was fundamentally unhappy in his life. Right with what he felt like he was creating and doing. And it's funny because from the outside, we watch that. We're watching what he's up to, and we're like, dude, just keep freaking doing it. Like, just make more videos. That's all we care about. But he needed he needed something. He needed to sort his life out. And he was very unhappy. And so now he comes back, and he's, he's in this much more transparent mode where he'll sit down and record a pretty open-ended video where he's explaining everything that all the emotions he's dealing with. Yep. And this is incredibly uh, interesting and nice, and it makes you just hope that you know he's that he continues to make himself better emotionally and seek meaning and all of this stuff. But so it made me think about him. But I'm curious how you felt like that. That was like when you came out of that, when you came out on the other side, or even in the middle of it, because I I feel like a lot of times we find we find moments of uh, I guess epiphany and growth in the middle of that thing yeah and then we we go oh okay now I can I can bring that back in let me write that down and sit it over here until I come back or for me I have every Sunday I take a day just off I don't do anything that has to do with work right because I think that's incredibly important and 
I so I step away and then halfway through that day I'm like I need to edit something. I need to and, yeah. and the, but it's not like it's not a uh it's not a nervous sort of addiction type of thing that's <laughs> happening there, right? Because if you step away from your phone for a little while, you start feeling this this shakiness. And yeah. Like, I, it's not it's not the same as that. It's this really wonderful I'm ready to create again. Right. Right? And so I'm assuming you felt some of that, but throughout that process, what were some of the things that you pulled from that experience that helped you press forward? Um, if you pulled anything at all, yeah, is it completely I, useless? No, it wasn't useless. <laughs> I think it's. I think everyone should take a longer than usual break off of social media. Um, there, well, there's value to actually holding yourself back from yeah. creating when you feel like you're ready to create again. Go, nope, I'm not. I'm not. It's not time. It's I, I guess the the biggest thing was that I had like built this formula for myself mm. where you know like all right we're gonna go make a vlog or a video right now I need to introduce the vlog I need to film a B roll segment I need to talk about what I'm doing and blah 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 and you just have this formula that you go out with because you know exactly what works you mm. know what you do you know how to make a video that you've made before that people have liked so you just go out and you apply the formula you come back and you edit the formula and then you just spit it onto the internet yeah and that is just it, it, that can get very after stale. months and months. It's just like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So yeah. I think taking a break and because that formula gets stuck in your head, you know, you can take a day or two off, then you come back and you're like, okay, I got to make a video, but I have to do all this other work, so I need to fill this in. I just, mm-hmm. all right, let me just do what I normally do, and you go, and you just do it. Mm-hmm. When you take a break for a long time, you kind of erase that out of your head, mm-hmm. and it lets you come back with a fresh outlook or perspective. But then at the same time. I didn't, it wasn't necessarily just to get out of that formula or like repetition of making the same crap over and over again. It was kind of just a step away from social media because I think there's a lot of parts of social media, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It just really gets you down. It's just mm-hmm. super inauthentic sometimes. And the people that you talk to and you watch, that's just, it's just like, Look at my life. Look how great it is. Mm. Follow me. Click on my links. And it's just like, stop. Mm-hmm. I need I need to like step away from all this. Mm-hmm. And all that can get very uh, stale and sort of what was the word? It sort of overwhelms you, and you don't even realize it. Yeah, it just it was like this overburdening burdening feeling of just like all this fake crap that I didn't care about. And while I was off, I I mean, this was like the past week. I cut my the people i'm following on instagram i cut down from like 800 to 230 something nice i just cut out all the crap yeah i'm only following people that either like i think are authentic and don't try and put up this facade of Mm. my life is great all the time Mm. um and that's not what it all comes down to obviously it's social media people need to make a living mm-hmm. you know you get you have to plug a sponsor and stuff well and those systems have only been put in place to create more efficiency in creating so there's yeah. tremendous value yeah anybody that tells you social media is just a, just this this horribly destructive force and yeah no, life I, don't, is, I don't think it is it's not right uh, because life is incredibly nuanced and each each of the issues that you're going to run into in life normally have two or five sides yeah. to it, right? And so you have to pay attention to both to, to, to all of those sides. Exactly. And make sure that you're not cutting out something that is actually really important for yeah. you. 
and you can learn to leverage something like a social media or any you know platform or a creative thing that your hobby, whatever, whatever you're up to in life, you learn to leverage that in a new way that's more creative um, and it's maybe less destructive yeah. for your life. But I, I, that makes me think of, so I, I like creators that, ha- and you see this pattern in really talented creators who do things that feel different and interesting, that they don't, they have a way of not, of, of not being pulled into that formula. They are separate from that formula. They may participate in a sense because they see the value of that thing, but they're able to separate themselves from the full immersion into that formula, right? right? And so I think of a guy, this is an interesting, this is an interesting example, I think. Uh, do you know who Kevin Russ is? Mm-hmm. Heard of him? He's a photographer. He's a landscape photographer. And he shoots, he has two accounts. One of his, his first account, which I think is the most popular, is just iPhone-only photos. Cool. A while back, when I came across him, he was, I forget when I first found him and if he had already progressed into the really interesting bit of what I want to talk about. But he was train hopping for a long time. Okay. And he sort of homeless, but he would, you know, he'd, he'd hang out with a person over here in Arizona, maybe stay in their house, and then he'd sleep on the train this night, and then was, he would get across the country by riding freight yep. trains, right? And he was a true nomad, but he would share these photos on Instagram, so he's using the tool, right? but he's not sort of... So, so one formula you can fall into in life is trying to... Uh, trying to you know, live in an apartment, be stable, make sure you have your AC, not be too uncomfortable at any given time. And then maybe you go out and venture into the world and travel a little bit, but like, let's not get too crazy. Right. You know, you don't want to get eaten by a bear. Uh, but he, he decided the most, you know, one of the most important things to him for whatever reason was to travel endlessly and, and let, a comfort zone not be something that he adhered to. Or I don't know, maybe a freight train was his comfort zone, yeah. whatever. But he he is sort of this, he's outside of the system. He's using the system, but he's outside of it. Right. Now, a lot of people fall into their own system of nomadic whatever meant. But I feel like he has his own personal way of going about it that is truly unique. Right. And he t- when I... I'll have to show you his account after yeah, this because his, he is one of my favorite photographers. His style is ridiculous, and his post-processing is wonderful. But he he shares photos from places that I have never I've never seen before. Like it, where you'll normally get the you'll get plenty of Utah sites. You'll you know, they'll go down to Arizona, maybe California, Oregon, Washington, up is the he coast. Based out west? He well, he's based all over. He tends to be out west. I think the most. Just because of the landscape, but he ends up in he ends up on the East Coast as well. He long time ago he visited Asheville, North Carolina. Have you been there? I feel like yeah, my brother goes to school there. Okay, that's right. I remember <laughs> yeah. you saying something about Asheville, yeah. North Carolina. That's a really unique, interesting place. Uh, but he visited there and hung out in the city and slept, maybe slept uh, at some friends' houses or something like this. Mm-hmm. But he. Uh, but he, he he's traveled all over, I think, South America, too, and I feel like he just got back from the, he, or not just, but he came back from the Middle East at some point. 
I may be making all of this up, but <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he he tends to go all over the place, but I think he tends to stay in the West, but he will, he'll, you know, have the location on top of his Instagram photo. Right. And I'll read it and I'll go, I have no idea where that is. I don't even know where to start to think of where that is. Like I'll have to gather all these clues because he's going to these truly unique places. Right. He's, he's a level above. Like you look at his stuff and he, you go, he's a level above what a lot of people are doing. Right. Even if they live in a van, he's a level above. And so he's using the, the formulas that are in life and the, the, uh, the things that help us efficiently grow what we're up to. Right. But he is not, the, the formula is not using him. Right. Right. And I think that's rather interesting. But I, you also, uh, you also mentioned that you have been working on projects or creative pursuits outside of YouTube that you, is that right? I think. Somewhat. You were saying something about daily life when we were talking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, I'm just making little life changes here and there. Okay, so, and that, is that part of the minimalism idea yeah, that you're talking about? Yeah, a little about? bit of that. I'm trying to, I uh, I think I got, I've been listening to a whole lot of stuff about minimalism, not just from Craig Adams, but like mm-hmm. Matt Diavella and a whole bunch of other people. Um, <clears throat> and I realized that I kind of got caught up in the whole consumerism mm-hmm. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that is extremely disappointing mm-hmm. in every aspect Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I just bought that camera, um, and leading up to it, it was terrifying. I was scared to buy it cause it's so freaking expensive. And, but at the same time, it's really exciting because it allows me all these new opportunities, but yeah. I got it. This is an investment. Yeah. It's not like buying a, a car. It's close. <laughs> it's a little less of an investment, but everybody's <laughs> like, I got a new 2018, whatever. And I'm like, guys. Ah, and it's like really I just exciting. need a car to get me from the place where I'm going to make a video from, yeah, to the to exactly. the, my house. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but those things, they're like really exciting. And then you get it. And then like the first few days, it's like, cool, look at these videos I can make. It looks a little different now. And mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can shoot 120 frames if I want. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's just like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's just that lifestyle is just to keep it up is really unhealthy mm-hmm. and disappointing. And so I'm kind of trying to move away from that and find um, satisfaction and content and happiness and other things. Yeah. Um, That's why I always try to push this idea of finding, uh, finding different levels of meaning in your work. It's like yeah. trying to create videos that you can sort of, when you look at the end result, you can say, I think that might help somebody with what I'm trying to help them right. with. It's like, it's easy to get caught in a place where you create the thing because it's fun to create the thing and then you share it with the people and okay, that's fun and interesting, but you do that over and over and it's, and I feel like that can breed that sort of situation where you are in a formulaic process, which gets boring and you feel, and so what you do is you go, Hey, Gear acquisition, that sounds like a good idea, right? Because I'm bored with the videos I'm making. Yeah. Let me go buy 12 drones. Exactly. Let me go buy that. This drone came out and it shoots It shoots 4K, but right. the frame rate is two frames more than the last one. So I'm going to get this one. Yeah. And that'll be exciting. And then you get that one and it looks a little it's, bit different. Like, All right. What's next after that? It's fun. Right. Yeah. And it's this endless, it's this endless thing. And so uh, it, that's why I think that it, it makes more sense to try to make videos that at the end of the day help you feel better about your life or or photos or whatever you're up to. It's like the art 
the, the art is a fundamentally a way to influence people and society. Right. And it's also this thing that we really enjoy creating. So it's like, right. what's the, the question is, is what's the, what's the best version of that relationship for you? All of the things that art can be, right? So you have like a hexagon of all the points of the awesomenesses that are that is art <laughs> and creating. And you go, okay, how do I make those all work right. in harmony? It's like it's kind of like this idea where um, there's a guy named Jordan Peterson who I follow, and he's he's a, a psychologist. He's very into philosophy and this sort of thing. And he says when you're trying to do good for the people around you, just in daily life. It's a good idea to focus not only on yourself and what is good for you now, but also what is good for you and your girlfriend. Right. And also what is good for you and your girlfriend right now, not only right now, but what is good for you and your girlfriend. What's good for you and your girlfriend six months from now right. and a year from now. And what's good for you and your girlfriend and your family. And, so, and what, what's good for you and your girlfriend, your family and your friend. And what's good. And so yeah. it, it just endlessly goes out and you have to make the goal is to make all of those snap into place and work in harmony with each other yep. a lot of people pay attention to it's it, the 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 easiest thing to pay attention to is what is good for me at this very moment and that is a problematic approach you have to you have to pay attention to all of those yeah. because what okay so what's good for you in this moment uh well i like to drink a lot you know or, or whatever i know we were having a conversation about this on twitter the other day but uh but we just talk about drinking on twitter that's all we do whenever we're not around each that's other the, the the foibles and joys of drinking <laughs> um the so uh you can so you know you focus on the immediate pleasures and then okay but that's not really a good game plan for you when you're 50 yeah. You can really screw yourself over when you're when you're not just with drinking, but with anything, right? Yeah. With any with any activities that you're you're spending all of your money right now, right? You can really screw yourself over when you're there. So you have to pay attention to all these variables, and I think the same thing applies for your relationship with creating and with art. Do you agree? I do, do you agree. disagree? Yeah, I agree. I think there's a you you need to build a relationship with, I guess, creating. Mm -hmm. It's not just something you do. You need to. You need a healthy back and forth with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I took a break, I think. Very good. Well, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> okay, I, this is a really good uh, really good time because our cameras might explode if we record for too much longer. We'll we're at 26 that. minutes, oh, which means probably we started those right before, so maybe 27 minutes, 8, I don't know. But this is a good place to stop. I think we're oh, in yeah, a good stopping a break and then... Yeah. Oh, we can record another conversation. We'll see how it goes. I don't want to commit to anything. You have questions you. written down? We'll talk. Well, I have, I have these, but that was for this. Okay. Well, we're going to end this one. So thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. I'd love to hear what you think about what we're up to with this type of set setup because I think it's a lot of fun. And um, love to hear your thoughts. Hope you have a lovely day. Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. Goodbye. Bye.